0: Hey everybody, and welcome to the Amateur Philosophers Club, where two of your friendly neighborhood priests dive into some of the bigger questions in life. Because we believe, just as Socrates believed, that the unexamined life is not worth living. My name is Father Richard Stonia and I'm here with Father Denise Williamson. And today we're going to be looking at the question of the natural world and nature, and what does that mean, and what is what it, what explains the things around us. But before we we dive into that, uh, Father Denise, how are you doing? Great to see you, Father Richard. I'm uh, very well. Looking, how did you find this chapter? I um, look, I'm looking forward to it. Now that now that we've uh, we've we've kind of, I've had time to process it a little bit. But at first, at first reading, it it was a little bit of hard work, right? So in this chapter, we're going to be looking at like the world around us and natural things and things like that. But it's it's a bit of a move from what we've been doing, as we've been looking at um the human person and anthropology and trying to understand man. And that I've found kind of kinda of easy to um follow and understand because it's so like because I can relate because I'm a, a human person. <laughs> it's close yeah, to yeah, home. Yeah. Whereas this stuff is a little bit more abstract, I think. And so it's a little bit more difficult. In fact, on first reading I was like, uh, like this is tough. Like should we, or sh- like should we even do this? But on second reading I was like, Yo, we gotta, like this is so important and so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it took that little that little effort of um of uh I don't know <laughs> yep. if it's well, engagement
1: used, with the with the with the material. That's exactly how I find it too. And I mean, we've spent a long time prepping for this, and we're still not happy. Yeah. But so <laughs> let let's be honest. It's a tough chapter.
0: It is. Yeah. yeah. The wise of Nature. Speaking of nature, you know, I mm-hmm. watched a nature. <laughs> I watched a nature program the other day. One of those like BBC Earth documentaries. Oh, I'm sure you've seen fan- some of those.
1: Those are fantastic, man. They're so yeah, good. What man. a oh, it's just so special.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, in a way, I think those things. I mean, they're exquisite right and they're done they're done with such i don't they put in so much effort to do those things and but they're just so beautiful but in a way i think those things draw us up into into something of our philosophical nature right because when we watch those shows i mean i'm sure you you share this experience but my experience when i watch those shows is kind of like it's just first of all wow right i mean it's done Mm -hmm. in that way to show you the majesty of of nature um but there's so many different aspects of that majesty right of of that beauty is like all the variety of things the the intric- intricacy of things the complexity of of the natural things around us the 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 multiplicity the different kinds of animals and the liver, the, the roles the relation they have with the world around them they around them they they all cause the sense of the sense of wonder which also leads to a sense of of wanting to understand more right mm. wanting to understand okay well what are these things, and how do they what is uh what is nature you know <laughs> and what are what 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 explains it? How can we understand it more well that's that's a
1: cool place to start. What is nature because we use this word I mean we all use it like nature, natural, natural things yeah. um, but what what does that mean? And we've already it used from? it in a
0: few different senses, like we've spoken about a nature show, we've spoken about man by his very nature um, <laughs> we're already in the first in this introduction. Cool. Well, that's a
1: let's let's start over there. So when you speak about like in that one sense, man by his nature, we we mean nature as in the essence of a thing. It's it's whatness. Mm. Then okay. So in that sense, nature answers the question: What is it? What is it? What is it? What is a man? What Mm. is a tree? Mm. What is a dog? What is a flower? Um, Mm. What is a documentary? That's it's that's it's nature.
0: It's nature. So if I say okay okay, what is that thing? And I say oh, it's a dog. I say it's a dog because it has it's got the nature of a the dog. The nature
1: of a dog. So what is the nature of a triangle? A three-sided rectilinear figure. Okay, what is the nature of a dog? I don't know, like a canine animal, quadruped <laughs> mammal, yeah, something like that. So whatever <laughs> the de- whatever the definition of a dog yeah. is, man's best friend. Well, that's more description. <laughs> uh, okay. So description is not a definition. Hmm.
0: A definition gives the essence or the nature. Mm-hmm. So that's the, a sorry, little side note, but we noticed that a little bit with our, in our dialogues, in the Socratic dialogues, is um, Socrates always complains when people give def, um, descriptions and not definitions. And not definitions.
1: <laughs> but they're seeking the nature. Yeah. And why is this important? Because that helps us answer the question, why? Because hmm. what a thing is, its nature also explains why it acts in a certain way. Okay. okay. Dogs bark and are friendly to p- people and like like to chase rabbits because of their doggy nature. Right. And cats don't yeah. like to do that because of their feline nature. Hmm. So nature, understood as the whatness of it, the essence of a thing, mm-hmm. is part of an explanation for why things are the way they are. And so, as natural philosophers, yeah. as students of nature, we want to understand the nature of natural things. Yeah. To in order to get a big the bigger picture. Anyway, so that's the first sense of nature. Remember, nature's linked. The English word nature is linked to the Latin word uh, to be born, nata or oh, natus, yeah. right? Yeah. That understood as being born as the principle of operations or activity, mm-hmm. and that's linked to the Greek word physis, or where we get the word physics from. That's that's that Greek word is that's the word for growth. Okay. So physics comes from the Greek word for growth. Understood as principle of operation, so you've got this connection: birth, growth. What is what exists naturally? Mm. That's the first meaning of of nature. So of that's nature. What but then there's that second meaning, like mother nature, like nature documentary, nature yeah. in general, and that just means the the collection of natural things. Yeah. So like nature taken as a whole, as a whole. Okay. So you can speak. So you can say nature is the ensemble of natures
0: of natures. If that makes sense, yeah,
1: yeah, and that's but that's such a cool fact, which I really think we should dwell on. Although it may seem obvious at first, that there are things out there that have natures. Hmm. There's a natural world.
0: Okay, a natural you, world what that's is, given
1: and determined. That's the point I want to want to emphasize. It's not like um, we look around and there are things are constantly in flux and changing, and there's no determination. But there, there's a certain order we observe in hmm. nature.
0: Yeah, and that those aren't. Um, th- the sort of labels or the names we give to things aren't... Um, They're not conventional. They don't come from us. Yeah. Yes, we choose the name. Yes. But we don't choose the nature. Yeah. It's when we can identify a nature. We can say, oh, this is distinct from that in its nature. So it falls... We, we, we tend to class and categorize things. But just by seeing that, oh, it's because we see that things have a different way of being, that there are different kinds of things... Yeah. That we can say, okay, that is that kind of nature, and that's why it has, that's why it does those things because it's that kind of thing. It's like
1: a really obvious point, but but we need to emphasize that mm. we don't make nature. Yeah, we discover it. It's yeah. a pre, it's an order that's already there. I don't know the division of the, you know, like of of insects versus mammals versus reptiles, like mm. that's already there, mm. and we discover that.
0: Yeah, you know? um, it's not that's arbitrary. Wa- it's not imposed by us. It's our the. The effort of science is to discover these yep. distinctions. Cool. Or oh, well, the effort of philosophy as well, right? Is to discover the distinctions in, in nature. And
1: that's another track that can help us understand nature better is that nature is distinct from the artificial. Hmm. Artificial being what we make. Yes. Uh, so, so we make things hmm. that imitate natural things. So, like a camera imitates an eye, hmm. for example, or, or speakers imitate. The, the the mouth with its with its vocal cords, right? The the vibration of mm-hmm. the magnet is like the vocal cords. Um, so art or art, as understood as what is artificial, mm-hmm. what is made, imitates nature, not vice versa. Yeah. Okay. So nature, what nature is, what exists by nature, it's, by arre- nature, it's already yeah. there. Yeah. And that's so cool because that's like wow. So we discover in a, the world around us a word that is being spoken to us. What do you mean by that? A word, I mean it's a word because there's a content that is intelligible, that is being communicated to us. We don't make this word, we hear this word. Hmm. And when we listen to this word, we hear a message. A message because we learn things about nature. We can, we're can discovering things all the time through the sciences. Oh. Every day we have we make new discoveries. And that wouldn't be the case hmm. if there wasn't some rationality mm. some reasonableness some intelligibility mm. already their nature that we discover
0: i see so you're using that that comparison like to something to a, a, something communicated yeah so that we can understand or we can see that you know nature as a whole and nature's the individual natures within mm. nature that they not only are they not only do they have the specific existence that we discover but that combined with our our that by nature we want to know, to and our capacity to understand those things. There's this communicability in the thing. There's this yeah. that it's 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 given in a way that we can we can understand, our, or that we seek to understand that we can understand. It's, it's a given. word that's spoken that we can that we can understand and understand more and more deeply.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. And I, I, I really like dwelling on that. It's a nature is given, mm. and therefore it's 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 a word that is spoken to us, and we need to listen to that word. Another in fact like another description of natural philosophy is, is natural hearing or listening to nature. Oh really? Yeah, listening to nature. That's what a natural philosopher does. He listens to nature. Wow. Um <clears throat> but not just parts of nature, but like but all of nature. Nature as a whole. Na- nature as a whole.
0: Yeah. Do you think that just going like going when we go on a game drive, do you think that's part of listening to Do you think that's part of understanding and listening to nature and its communicability?
1: Yeah, well, I do. I think it's the beginning okay. of, of, of that quest because, as you were saying earlier, this is this is where wonder arises, mm. and you see the beauty of it, mm. and you see that you see nature together, yeah. and that's kind of the beginning then of the of the
0: of this quest to understand the natural world. But it is it is part of it. Is like is gazing upon it and being awed by it and mm. and seeing it, and then the next one of the next steps is is then to to want to understand it. To want to understand it. Yeah. So can we say that?
1: Nature. Remember, just trying to link in yeah. what what the conclusions we came to a, a few episodes ago. Um, na- if nature is the whatness or the essence of a thing, mm-hmm. and we saw that all natural substances are composed of matter and form, matter being the the determining, or sorry, the indeterminate principle, the limiting principle, the stuff, mm. and the form being the determining principle. Therefore, uh, nature. Or the nature of a thing is its matter and its form together.
0: Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think it's just worth it's worth maybe just recapping that a little bit because they're not they're not always these concepts which are super important Mm. and true um, that they they're not always readily present. And I speak about that for myself, right? I had to go to go over this before doing this podcast again. But I think it's helpful to see why did Aristotle come to this conclusion? You know, the first few episodes of this podcast we went through. Yeah. We went through the natural philosophers, right? Mm-hmm. And how they, all um, those earliest... They were the first natural the listeners. First natural... The first
1: listeners to nature. And they were like, what are all things made up
0: of? Yeah. Yeah. And they came up with different responses, right? So there, were, there would be kind of natural explanations, either in the... That things are explained by a single or a few basic principles. A few elements. A few elements. Yeah. Um, like water or water, air, fire, and, and earth, right? And or on the other side, there were more rational explanations. The kind of the form of of things. The, the So like
1: the Pythagorean school, trying to see everything in terms of numbers. Of that numbers. The, 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 the intelligibility of numbers accounts for the mm. order found in natural things. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or, or Plato saying, no, what's real is just the idea of the thing that we only see yeah, reflected in the things that we experience. But the the, the form, the, the idea of it, the form of it exists in another world that's just reflected in this world. So, and
1: these guys were coming up... Uh, against this this paradoxical twofold let's say like nature of of things out there because yeah. we see we see multiplicity mm-hmm. and unity in nature we see many different species uh, and many individuals within a species yeah. but at the same time we also see uh, we also see order in nature very definite order mm. and how to reconcile these two things on the one hand you have the like the guys like Thales and mm-hmm. Pedocles, who, who looked for that common element, the material element, yeah. which then accounts for the unity and multiplicity. But then on the other side, you have uh, the Pythagorean school and Plato, who, as it were, emphasized more the intelligible, rational element mm-hmm. that is also present in things, which accounts for for the order of nature. Yeah. And Aristotle said that these guys were both right, but they just threw the baby out with the bathwater mm-hmm. because they actually are both present. Yeah. And he said, he came up with this the synthesis By which all natural substances, so every kind of thing that's out there, every kind of substance, Mm. trees, animals, plants, rocks, atoms, whatever you wanna, Mm. whatever thing that exists out there is actually a composite of two principles. Mm. The one called matter and the other called form. Matter is this is the principle which makes the thing that particular thing there. So like that oak tree as opposed to the other oak tree. If you imagine all these oak trees in a forest. Yep. So it's got its particular matter, like that bark there, those leaves there, those roots and not the other roots of that other tree. So matter being that the one principle. But that oak tree also, to account for its existence there, has another principle within it called its form, which makes it to be an oak tree and not a pine tree or not a plane tree
0: or a sycamore tree or a willow. Yeah. Yep. And I, and that's called form. That's called form. And yeah. I think he explained it quite nicely in this chapter, just the distinction here. He said, you know, looking around, um, Aristotle perceived that that you know, different things have different ways of being. Mm-hmm. Like different, uh, there's there's a to be a to be a lizard is different than to be a tree. A, tr- a tree, exactly. And, and so he said, this fact, it suggests that in the thing themselves, there is a principle that accounts for its way of being. That says that that gives it the fact that it is a
1: this kind of a thing, this kind kind of a a thing thing.
0: and not that kind of a thing. So it's a that gives it its way of being.
1: And that's form.
0: That's form that actually in the thing there is something that that determines the kind of thing it is and the way or the way of being that it has. And it's
1: called form because form is related to the word shape and shape is the first quality we perceive in a thing which kind of gives us an indication of what kind of a thing it is mm. although the thing's shape is not what makes it to be what it is mm. it kind of lets you know right yeah so the shape of a lizard is obviously different to the shape of a tree yeah and so that's why we we, we use the word form not because the
0: form is the shape no but it can't, it's related to the it word suggests shape. that but it's yeah. like oh it's this kind of thing yeah right and it's got this way of being but each then so he's like okay that tells me that each thing has a principle that that says it will be this kind of thing, it will have this mm. way of being, which is its form. But at the same time, each thing doesn't exhaust the ways of being of that kind of thing. So any particular tree doesn't have all the different perfections of treeness and different kinds of tree within it. It's not the only tree. Exactly. It's <laughs> limited to a particular kind of tree. So it's got both a, a, a principle that determines what kind of thing it is and a principle that limits it, confines it or circumscribes it to this particular instance of of that kind of, that, of thing that kind of thing wow so, super
1: this is so abstract but uh, but it's yeah this is it yeah 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 but
0: i think that's yeah for me that little summary was one of the that was a helpful little summary of matter and form it's like oh this kind of thing in this instance it's like um this way of being circum- circumscribed circumscribed here in this so it's it's form it's matter it's matter and so this is aristotle's not just um theory or um <laughs> approach but discovery, that he is like, Oh, the way that we can understand these these intuitions of the of the earlier philosophers, how we can combine them and see that this actually relates. Because they were on
1: the right track.
0: Yeah. But we need we you needed that composite to yes. say that no, in each thing there is both um form and, and matter, the composite principles of, of, of substance.
1: And it may just be worth like for our listeners to ask themselves, you know, how come we live in a universe in which you find individuals within a species? Yeah. Right? I mean, why don't we live in a universe in which there's only one mm. like kind of reptile and there's not like many individuals of that particular species? Like how come the, how come there are, you know, but millions and millions of labradors? Why can't there only be one labrador and one doberman and one uh, staffy etc etc. Yeah. But we the fact is we live in in a kind of a universe in which you have individuals within a species. Mm. And it doesn't have to be that way. Mm. But it is mm. okay. We'll mm. try and find out why. Yeah. But that's for metaphysics. Ex- yeah. And, and but, but but this shows. I wanted to point out why we need to include matter to, in the definition of a thing to understand it. Because the fact is, we do live in a universe like that. When there are individuals within a species, <clears throat> and it's not enough just to look at the the formal intelligible um, side of things to account for them, because it doesn't explain the multiplicity. Mm of individuals mm. and that's why you need both matter and form and that's why all natural substances if you want to understand them are, you have to see them as composed of matter and form yeah anyway
0: just a, a yeah. side note and, and yeah. this is i mean
1: these are the kinds of questions that natural philosophy wants poses yeah. you know and yeah. it's
0: and it's Exactly and it's trying to account for reality as we as we experience it that's mm-hmm. the that's the thing it's like okay, how can we account how can what is what accounts for this rather than how mm. can we account for it what accounts for these things as they are how how do I see a nature in many many different um, instances you know um, but I can still I can distinguish and determine that this is that this nature actually exists. In all these different instances, that there's something real that distinguishes these kinds of things from those kinds of things, um, and that's part of the part of the endeavor is to classify and um, distinguish the different kinds of things, and to get to know what what determines different natures of things. Um, but also then, and to see well how these different things interact with each other. But also then, what else? What has given? Where has this? Where have these things come from? Right. When I want to understand the thing, I want, as we've just said, we want to understand what the thing is, what kind of thing it is. But we also want to understand why the thing is. Right. Mm. What What explains this thing? What is its reason? Um, The reason for its
1: being. The reason for its being. So part of that answer would be what it is. Yeah. And we see that that's reduced to matter and form. Yeah. But that's but that's not enough. We know from our section on knowledge earlier that everything has a reason for its being or there's every every being has an account or explanation for its being and this justifies the endeavors of all the sciences because if not then we couldn't know anything about anything so this is called the principle of sufficient reason okay so everything has a reason for its being every everything has an explanation for its being and why does this why did you
0: say this justifies the
1: sciences because if things didn't have an explanation for their being, we couldn't know anything about them. It hmm. would be it would be irrational. You wouldn't we wouldn't be able
0: to know about anything. I see. But the 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 causal links the whole, and the order the whole, of nature and the harmony yeah. of it means that I can the whole can the whole scientific
1: it. endeavor of the sciences depends um, on this. It assumes the reasonability of the of the natural world hmm. that there's intelligible content to be gleaned. I see. Okay. If not, then we would have to be content. We would just assume that gravity and all the things around are just random, random. chance events that yeah. have no causal connection okay. whatsoever.
0: But because they're not random, and because there are connections and causal connections, we can study and we can we can understand discover those the laws of the universe. We can discover laws. I guess that's that's yeah. a, an important an important so part the principle
1: of it. sufficient reason. Yeah. Prin- okay,
0: that things um, things are accounted for. Yeah, there's Does an
1: explanation for the way things are and why they are the way they are. Now, in the natural world, we see that well, things don't possess within themselves the full explanation of their being.
0: Yeah, that that's a really interesting and one of the the first kind of points that we see when when I look around at things. You know, things don't things don't uh, explain explain themselves. themselves. It's not a sufficient answer just to say like, oh, well, that thing explains itself. It yeah. caused itself. It came from itself. The it's fact like- that I can ask why <laughs> about like okay,
1: where did this tree come from, or yeah. like or like why did why is it raining, or like where did that why did that mm. fire start, mm. shows that it didn't have. There was no sufficient self-contained reason in the thing. Mm. I have to look outside. Mm. We see that because the whole of nature is interdependent. Right, mm. things depend on one another. There's this constant flux of relations and interdependency going on in nature. So. The tree yeah, I, depends on the soil, the sunlight, the nutrients, the seed yeah. that was planted for
0: and all that it goes into explaining the fact that there's this tree right here in front of me. I see. So the thing in front of me has got to have a reason for its existence. Yeah. And a reason that's sufficient, right? It can't be an insufficient reason. It's got to, it's got to be something that actually explains it, mm-hmm. explains it, right? And that's the, like you said, all those different aspects that um that uh that account for this thing. Mm-hmm. And these these are the causes we
1: speak of. Hmm. These are these these explanations that we're looking for we can just call causes. Okay. Right? By cause all we mean is just a po- like how did the author put it? a positive factor on which something's existence depends.
0: Yeah. And that's that's helpful there when he says positive factor because he's saying that things are caused um uh, when he speaks about causes he's speaking about things that that brought them, up, brought them into being, right? So the different things that account for this thing. And why does he say positive? Because there's also negative, uh, or let's say not, non-positive things that Necessary account Necessary but insufficient conditions. Exactly. Those are the conditions. So a, an acorn will grow, um, but it has, to have, it has to be in soil, it has to have water, it has to be etc., etc., etc. it won't grow in the desert. It won't grow in the desert, right? Those conditions don't account for the thing but they are um, necessary for it to come about. Right. Does that make, does that, yeah, yeah. is that, that's to distinguish what we mean when we say, okay, what positively brought this about? That's distinct from what was necessary for it to come into, what was a necessary condition is distinct from the positive cause of the thing. So that's really cool. So we've seen that a cause is a kind of a reason. Yeah. And we
1: said that in order to understand things, we need to see their reasons. The reasons for their being. So, if we link those together, can we say that natural philosophy is about discovering the causes of natural things? Awesome. I think that's a that's a. So really that's good the definition. that's the task of natural philosophy. We're looking for causes, causes that account and and give us and an explain to us mm. this beautiful order in nature that help us to make sense of it. And we've already seen two, that there are at least two causes so mm. far, two causes that are that explain. Why things are the way they are. And those are the causes that are found within the nature of a thing. Namely, it's matter and form. Matter mm. and form are causes. Right. Why is that? Because an, uh, a tree acts the way it acts, if I can use the word acts, mm-hmm. because of what it is. Mm. Right. So the tree produces leaves and acorns and so forth because it's a tree. Mm-hmm. And what makes the tree to be this acorn tree to be this <laughs> oak tree to be this oak tree is that it is has the nature of an oak tree, which is to be composed of matter and form, mm. the right matter for that oak tree, and also the form of oak tree. Mm. So matter and form, uh, understood thus, are causes, mm. and we call these causes the material and the formal and cause. The formal cause. So the material cause is this kind of stuff a thing is made out of, and no. that's important to know if you want to understand. Um, something. You mm-hmm. need to know what kind of stuff it's made out of. And the formal cause is the, the as you we were saying, like the, the determining, the whole, what makes it to be the kind of thing it is, the, the formal cause, right? I see. Let's take an example from, from art to understand this because art imitates nature.
0: Mm.
1: A sculptor who makes a statue, if we want to understand that statue and give an account, an explanation of it, a satisfactory explanation, not only do we have to take into account what the statues made out of but we also have to take into account the shape or mm. the form of the statue so let's say this the, the sculptor chooses clay or bronze or yeah. any other kind of material that's an important factor so
0: that's what we call the material cause yeah it's the stuff the statue's made out the of stuff it's made out of interesting interesting and i think what i was sort of struggling with there is even the word cause right in the way that when i think cause i immediately i immediately um uh, well, I've got a limited understanding of it. Let me put it that way. But what we're saying here is, we're like, what explains this? What accounts for it? And one of the things that accounts yep, for this because thing because
1: cause is not just
0: what brings it into being. That's and that's what You're I learned about to. I'm cause, thinking Think chronologically. Thinking, what 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 came before it? Exactly. What what prompted it to? <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the but aspects by cause, of cause. Think explanation, explanation. Think account, account. What accounts for this thing? Yeah. And like in the statue example, it's like, well, the mat- the matter that it's made of. It's part of what accounts for it, but that's not that's not all of what accounts for it, mm-hmm. right? So the matter, um, the bronze that he makes the statue out of, that's that's that accounts. That goes for it goes into the account of what this statue is. Yeah. But another thing that accounts for it is the form of the thing, what it, it what what he's making. So he makes it into a discus thrower, yeah. For example, yeah. That's important
1: because maybe he could have made it into a thinker, yeah. And that yeah. would make it a different kind. It's, of got, statue. A different it's yeah. got a different form. It's got a different form. Mm. So. Using this artificial example helps us to see in natural substances mm. how the matter and the form, the material and formal causes, are go into accounting for
0: mm. the for a natural for thing for a
1: natural thing. And this we call the material uh,
0: cause and the formal cause. Okay, interesting. Yeah. But that's not enough to account for the thing.
1: I don't. Now we go into the <laughs> sense of cause that you that yeah. you that is maybe the, the 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 first sense that we all have. Yeah, and that's. Okay, how did this thing come about? Mm. What gave rise to its existence? Yes. What is the co- the source or the origin of this being? So, like, in a, going back to the statue, the mm-hmm. trust example of the statue. Okay, where did the statue come
0: from? Mm. Well, well, some dude made it. Yeah. The sculptor. And you wouldn't say that the the chisel made it? <laughs> I, yeah, I would say that it's it
1: was the instrument. Okay. It was the tool that the sculptor used, but it mm. was the sculptor who was sculpting the statue. Mm. So... That's another cause which helps to account for the peculiar fact of the existence of the statue. Mm. Namely, the guy who brought it into being. Okay. The guy who made it. The guy who made it. And yeah. he used the instruments sculptor.
0: which uh, those are we can call that instrumental cause, right? Yeah. But the that's, that's different to, to the, the primary things that account for it. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 brought that thing into being was the sculptor himself. So the sculptor is a cause
1: of the statue. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And the, the the classical term for this cause is the efficient cause. The efficient cause. Not in the sense that like, he's an efficient sculptor, sculptor, like he's a good sculptor, but efficient in the sense of comes from the Latin to make, facere. Oh, right. If, or efficere, yeah. I think, is the actual Latin there. But it's connected to the word making, mm. the making cause. The making you, cause. If you okay. want to put it like that, yeah.
0: Okay. So, so we've got a third cause. Yeah. So if I want to account for a statue, I, I it's not enough to say, okay... I can explain this statue by saying what it's made of. You haven't explained the the statue. Um I also need to explain what it what it is, what the statue what kind of because the statue thing of a it discus is.
1: throw is not the same as the statue of a thinker.
0: They're different, yeah. yeah. And if I just wanted to explain the material, they would it would seem that they're the same thing. But no, I need I need the formal cause yeah, as well to explain yeah. the thing. <clears> but that's not enough. <clears throat> that's not enough. I also need the efficient cause. That is, I need to explain this thing by what brought it into being. Mm-hmm. And this because is
1: this statues don't just come into being.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, cool. So it's like so the 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 uh, just to get to put it briefly. So the the material cause is what a thing is made out of. Yeah. The formal cause is what a thing
1: it's is made into. Be made so it made to be. Yeah. Okay.
0: The efficient cause is what makes the thing yeah. or brought the thing into into existence. Um, uh, and then there is one more one more thing that that has to account for. For the thing itself, yeah, maybe uh, to
1: keep our listeners in a bit of suspense. <laughs> what
0: do you think
1: is missing from the from this explanation of a statue that the sculptor made? Okay, so sculptor Joe makes a bronze statue of a discus thrower.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's got he's got the stuff to make it out of. He knows what he wants to make, and he's the one making it. Now, is there something missing
1: from what, this account? Well, I have spoke- we have we completely have we given a full and satisfactory account for the existence of the statue? Mm.
0: Well, I suppose uh, if we look we've at we've given
1: that f- we've given the we've given the how. We've given the what. We've given the, um, yeah, but there's still one more that we haven't given. Yeah, we've yeah. the why. And that's the most important. Why does this, why did the guy make
0: the statue? And that's when, for what reason? To get back to the, the the original thing we're talking about, we're trying to account for the thing. We're trying to say yeah. why does it exist? And part of the reason, and, and that it, what explains this thing. If I want to explain this thing, I need to ask those kinds of questions. Well, what is it? What it exists. What for? is it made out of? Who bought it here? And then,
1: why is it? What is it for? And that's the, why is the deepest question, is it why not? Why is the most profound question? It's the most profound and question. It's
0: so interesting because we almost think that's not an important question or not a relevant question. At least in the sciences and things, we wouldn't think that's a, it's a relevant question so, to ask why. What a thing is for. If you ask, like, a, if you, I mean, is this question a scientific question?
1: Um, what's the I for? What's the I for, Matt? Well, uh, I don't think so. Like, like Maybe a, a in some biology. Like, like, look at you and say, What? because they'll be there they're all about explaining how the eye works i see and what and it's, what it's made, made of, of yeah um and the the, the mechanics mm-hmm. but going back to the sculpture it's important to know why he made it because that's that gives you the whole explanation and why did he make the statue i don't know to have a beautiful thing to sell it to make money mm. um mm. so the purpose or the reason <clears throat> the reason for the statue look yeah. at that yeah interesting how i use that word it just came mm-hmm. to my mind spontaneously the reason for the statue okay it seems like we use the word reason for this for the why because this is the the reason par excellence this is the cause mm. par excellence remember we said that reason and cause are almost synonymous yeah but we said that a cause is a kind of reason yeah when we're talking about the principle of sufficient reason the reason for something Okay, we say that some we, we when we speak about the purpose we call it the reason for something because this is the real this is the mm. reason, this is the real cause. So the purpose, or the that for the sake of which, is the most important cause.
0: Yeah. That the if that wasn't there, the thing would not be there. Okay? Right? Yeah. If the sculptor didn't have his reason for making it, like he wanted to sell it or he wanted to do something beautiful or whatever his reason may be, whatever the why is, if the why wasn't there, the thing would have never came to be so it's it's one of its necessary um uh, causes mm-hmm. is is, is it why because if it wasn't there, it would never have come to be. Wow, and this is true also of natural things. If art imitates nature, <laughs> and we see that in art- artific- just using the
1: example of the statue of artificial things, there are four causes, mm. the most important of which is this purpose cause, which we call the final cause. Final as an end, as in yeah. goal. Then also in nature, there must be finality. Final cause
0: and the final cause. Maybe we'll talk about this another time. But it's just interesting to touch on it. Even though it's final, it's the last thing that happens. It's the it's at the end of the whole process. It's first in the whole process. In it's another what sense, kicks everything off exactly. It was that was the original thing that started the whole process of of bringing the statue into being. Um, is it yeah? Is it Saint Thomas or Aristotle who says um, that the final cause is last in execution but first in intention? Oh, and we saw that in ethics, right? Oh, yeah, in, true in, story. In,
1: in, in the the process of of moral reasoning,
0: yes, because ethics. That's why we spoke about the natural moral law, because it's part. It like all of nature, um, the morality, the the natural um, is something natural within man, and it acts according to ends. So so natural, So, when we look at nature, we have to see it
1: and examine it from these four perspectives, from the four causes. If we want to give a satisfactory account of, of living beings, mm-hmm. even like in biology and ichthyology, yeah. we have to study them according to the four causes. Hmm. What they're made out of, what they are, so their, 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 their features and their properties, where they come from, and, and what they're for. And this applies to species, beings, to to the organs, to everything.
0: Awesome. A, and com-
1: a, a fully satisfactory account of something will always include, include those to four. those four causes.
0: Because if one of those weren't there, the thing wouldn't be there. It wouldn't be there, right? If if an apple didn't have a reason to exist, an mm. end, a final cause, it wouldn't it wouldn't exist. Modern science doesn't buy this. Well, it doesn't look at all of these causes, does mm. it? What are the causes that modern science looks at? I would say the efficient and the material cause. Okay, efficient meaning what brought this thing into being.
1: Yeah. So and science has done an awesome job in explaining that, right? The causal connections between yeah. things um, th- through evolution and so forth. We see the or- the origin of species. Yeah. Um, and, and science has also unlocked the secrets of how things are made. Mm. Right. Um, so the, the the mechanics. Yeah. Um, you know, what the eye is made out of. Yeah, what like,
0: it's made out of, the matter, right? The matter that's of the, the eye,
1: right? So, like, the retina, the cones, the optic nerve, mm. all that kind of stuff, right? We, we know so much about that, mm. and that's, that's amazing. But that's not enough to account to for, account for the thing. what an eye is. Like, is, is an eye just that? Is an eye just a collection of, of sophisticated matter?
0: Mm.
1: No. It's more than that, right? The eye, the eye is there to see. Yeah, um, and we we know this like through, through common sense and even through our speech. If you can look at the word organ, so like the organs we have, like the stomach, the skin, um, all the other mm-hmm. the, the different organs, the digestive system. The very word organ means tool, oh, yeah. um, organization for a purpose,
0: yeah, like
1: something that is geared towards something else. Like the, it's clear the digestive system is there to digest. Mm-hmm. So although those modern science today. Doesn't want to look at finality and purpose because, for whatever ideological reasons, you can't get around it. Hmm. Because you can't actually understand natural substances and their and their parts and
0: their organs without reference to a hmm. to a purpose or a goal. I see. So you can't say you see because you have an eye. Would you rather say that you have an eye? So that you can see, you have an
1: eye, so <laughs> that you can see. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's true that I
1: see because I have an eye, but yes. that's a very
0: material explanation. Yeah. That only but, counts for in one sense. Yeah.
1: But but the reason I have an eye mm. is so that I can see.
0: Yeah, and the other aspect that's that is not studied um, by the sciences because it actually it falls outside of its its scope. I, I think. I mean, it's it's not mm-hmm. something physical that's studied, and that's why it it falls outside of the sciences. But it is. Um, but unfortunately, we've spoken about scientism and stuff, um, how uh, sometimes it will exclude the existence of this just because it cannot be measured, is the form of a thing, is what a thing, is the nature of a thing, yeah. you know, what a thing is, um, mm. what kind of thing it is, right? So just as we know that uh, analyzing what an um, eye is made up of, what it is, um, or what it's made out of, is not enough to explain what the thing is, Right. Otherwise, same as uh, the statue between the the thinker and the discus thrower, if I'm just looking at what it's made out of and that's my only explanation i'll have to I'll have to assume that they're the same thing yeah. um whereas it's like no hang on they're different kinds of things, and that has to that different kindness the form of the thing also has to account for the thing, otherwise I end up with a reduced explanation yeah, I could not agree more think like how about this for example imagine um
1: imagine Shakespeare's play Macbeth Mm -hmm. and imagine next to it and also a book with exactly the same letters that are found in Macbeth except just in a different order, jumbled up, okay? So you've got Macbeth there Mm -hmm. and you've got another book with the same letters just in Mm a different order. Now, from a, a scientist, materialist perspective, you'd have to conclude that they're the same thing. Right. Because they've got the same material. There's the book, there's the paper, there's the ink, there are the letters. Exactly the same things. Mm. But on the one hand, you've got a random collection of letters. On the other hand, you've, you've got, got a got masterpiece. A masterpiece. <laughs> okay, And the only way you can explain the difference is by appealing to the form mm. and the order of the letters. Mm. And so you see that form is essential to understanding the nature of things. Mm. right? Sheikh Macbeth is not just a collection of letters on a page. Mm.
0: Okay, <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, totally. And it's further explained by um, like what it is and what it's for, right? That's well, why that's, we need well, for, both of those because
1: form and end, or form and and purpose, converge, mm. right? So, so why do we have a certain form so that we can act in a certain way?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. So,
1: so the form is geared towards the end too, as Aristotle says. Right, um, man generates man, so the 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 efficient cause. So my my dad, my parents made me mm. to be a man, so that I can also yeah. generate. Mm. So if the 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 formal and the and the final cause converge and often are the same. in That sense. So we we are the way wow. we are, so that we can act yeah. in a certain way.
0: Okay, interesting, interesting. And I think <clears throat> you know it's 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 good to note here that if we don't if we don't have if we don't try and explain things with Um, all of these causes that we end up with, we end up in error, (laughs) you know. And this, like I was reduced picture. The reduced picture, and this, like I mentioned earlier, you know, if we just look at what things are made up of, uh, if we look close enough, it seems everything is made up of the same stuff, right? It looks like everything is just atoms, and so if I'm look or whatever things are made up of, right, the 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 most fundamental particles and things like that. Well, it looks like it's all just the same stuff. It's dots and light. It's as um, even one of the uh, the earlier um, philosophers said, Democritus said, "It's like it's just atoms and the void. Everything you, else you is-
1: think there's color, shape, and uh, different beings. Mm. In reality, it's just atoms and the void. Atoms <laughs> and the
0: void. But
1: brutal, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> but
0: getting to a conclusion like that, which I think quite a lot of people actually hold, you know, if they, if they- I'd, I, look, let me confess, that's what I thought
1: before studying philosophy. Yeah. Like seriously." Yeah, I thought the only things that really existed were
0: atoms. All that exists is atoms, and what we what we see is is in our mind, right? Is our kind of mm. uh, is what we use to kind of distinguish things and and um, label them and make them practical. But but this that's we only arrive at these kind of non common conclusions if we have a limited if we have a reduced approach mm. so the non commonsensical the like completely foreign from our experience um, conclusion is that is that there's no difference between between whatever there's no difference difference between um your eye and your nose, right? Because they're made up of the same things. And we can say, if I reduced my explanation just to the material cause, then I'll have to come to that conclusion. But that conclusion goes so much against our experience and our common sense. And this is what's helpful about Aristotle and the four causes as the explanation for things. It says, no, if we want to account for things as we experience them in reality, if we want to understand reality, we cannot reduce it just to one of the causes. We have to understand them in terms of all four causes.
1: I could not agree more and and also the uh the, the modern approach this reductive approach leaves out the most important and burning of the questions which is the why the question of finality mm. um it's not i'm sorry it's it's not enough just to say um yeah your eye is the way because it's made up of these materials and it's explained by this evolutionary process mm.
0: like no no like what's it for i see uh you know, You've just given material and efficient cause, but you haven't told me what an I is, and you haven't told me what it's for. You haven't told me what it's for, and this we can apply this obviously to much bigger questions
1: like what is man, as we try to do that. What's he for? Uh, you know, yeah. the, the the why is the is the is the most important question.
0: Interesting. Eh?
1: And this is this is the paradox of our of our postmodern culture, our postmodern society that we know so much about nature and so much about man, as we said, and yet we're so confused. Mm. We know so much about nature, like all these millions of facts and information and stuff we discover, and yet, look, just look at it, look around. We, you mm. know, we we don't know what how we fit in or what nature's for, or its yeah. purpose. I mean, I'm not speaking here of like the abuse of the environment, which is obviously wrong, but just like how we fit in into the grand scheme mm. of things, the word that nature is speaking to us. Mm. We don't. I don't think we we can hear that word. Mm. Um, it's like we we dissect the letters. We get individual letters of the word to to, to <laughs> continue with the analogy, but we don't want to put the letters together, yeah
0: that's a good it's yeah you know? I think that's exactly it's right.
1: Like, okay this is an a you know like we study the a and then we study the x or whatever other
0: letter is, you yeah. know minute details, but we don't put them together and to share like, the word, yeah, and we must reality that's the thing, and this is one of the things that like that I think we both come came to came to discover in our in our study of philosophy and just to realize why. Why this is so important is because a whole bunch of our education has excluded these facts, you know, uh, f- facts like that nature, that natures exist, mm. that there is a there that things are that things are real and have a real kind and a distinct kind of being, and they exist for purposes, right? They
1: the part no, you can't even ask those questions today. They 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 they're, they're, they're so called non scientific mm. questions, uh, and it, it's like. And if you had to ask those questions, it would be like, okay, well, who's that guy's religious? Right. Almost. Yeah. It's yeah. viewed as like a, a non rational question,
0: mm. which is so untrue. Mm. It's the most reasonable of questions, if mm. you think about it. Yeah, especially the four. It's just, it's. I guess because you can't explain that in terms of its mechanics, right? You can't explain that the final has brought about this thing. The thing before it happens, what hasn't happened yet has brought the thing about. So it's like modern science today says, okay, we are going to narrow
1: down our perspective just to the material and efficient. And since using those parameters, we can't account for the uh, we 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 don't look at purpose, therefore uh, we're gonna say that there's no purpose. There's no purpose. Yeah. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. If you put on red glasses mm. and you look at reality, everything's gonna appear red to you. That doesn't mean that red's the only colour that of exists. Yeah. To yeah. use the silly example. Yeah,
0: but it's like it's uh, I think that's that's spot on, right? You're saying, well purpose is not an efficient cause yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like yes, it's it, not. It's not. But you we're we're saying that efficient cause is not the only kind of cause. <laughs> yeah. And matter, oh, things are just made up of x, y, and z. It's like, uh, you know, form is not material. Yeah. Yes, it's not material, but matter, it's not enough
1: just to talk about the parts, because yeah. the whole is greater than the sum the of its parts. Whole is greater than
0: the sum of its parts. And philosophy, uh, natural philosophy, has this encompassing view. Right. It's why someone, uh, it's why some of these philosophers that are thousands of years old who didn't have all of the, all of the scientific advancements. That we have and, and the, the technology that we have to look at things really closely, they had a broader understanding and a truer understanding of, of reality. Because
1: they could see the whole...
0: that yeah. we And they were listening, right? They were listening. Listening to things as they are, not just in their reduced um, approaches, which I think which is, which is what we're called to do, right? Yeah. Is, to, is to get to know things as they are and all the, all the things that account for them.
1: And this the, the doctrine of the four causes um, it can also be applied to to many aspects. Like even if we want to, I remember at university when we when we just, when we did the chapter on the four causes, mm-hmm. our professor said this is actually a cool scheme for essay writing. Oh yeah, uh, he said like yeah, if you had to answer a question um, in an essay, do it according to the four causes. And you'll give a nice and full account of things. So that's you know it does it does have applications because if art imitates nature and we are, we, we we come from nature, yeah,
0: um, we can use that. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, like answering a question because that is always, always, I guess that would be the sort of that any any question. Why did, looking okay. for an explanation. World War Two? Like, okay,
1: write an essay on on World War Two. Holy smoke, where do I start? Okay, go, let's go. Uh, material cause. Okay, so material cause, let's say like invasions and things like that, right? That's the, that's the matter, the stuff, right? The army invaded this, okay? Um, formal causes, okay, it's a war. So we have to talk about what a war is, okay? Efficient cause, okay, who started the war? Let's say whatever, Hitler's ambitions, okay? Mm. His his nazi ideology and then the final cause like what was the why did he do this bill well, he wanted to he wanted more um living space li- <laughs> lebensraum for his people the living space okay no. whatever i'm just giving a very sure, like sure. i haven't thought of thought this through but yeah. okay you've got a cool scheme there right mm. according to the four causes yeah
0: those are the things those four things explain the reason behind things <laughs> yeah and so that's a good way to because look and the, get the at what, a what the how, and, how and the why yeah and the what what includes both what it is and what it's and what, what it's, it's for out of what it's made from. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. Well, there's a little there's a little um, uh, a little glimpse into into natural philosophy into the causes of things. But we've we've
1: seen that there's a dearth of natural philosophy today. Mm. Because, like, who out there is asking these questions scientifically at philosophy and philosophically, and trying to p- put those together? because we see like so many advances in science but not that much rigorous scientific mm. application of the question of of purpose and form
0: yeah so there's a, there's a need for that today there's a great need and i think it's because uh we've assumed that that science has replaced natural philosophy yeah and that that is uh that's unfortunate because because we need uh science doesn't explain all of it science science uh, and physics and things like that they explain the material and the efficient cause but that doesn't explain all of reality and to reduce reality to that is a is a um is i want to say a reduction but that's a little bit uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> well we can be more explicit man we haven't even touched on the connection between or how this reductivist approach has caused it explains for example why you know things like eugenics um, experiments on people, the manipulation, and the, the, the general like lack of reverence and respect towards nature today. Mm-hmm. I think there's a direct link. Yeah. Because if you reduce nature just to just just to matter, mm-hmm. and you lose the form and the purpose, well, then why why not? Why not? Yeah. You know, uh, manipulate mm-hmm. nature to your own purposes. Yeah. Gene editing cloning etc etc right and we can open a whole can of worms there but there is a connection no doubt about it man it's it. we think
0: that to understand a thing we exclude um what it is by nature and what it's for if we exclude Mm -hmm. those things we will find ourselves in very deep and dangerous waters very quickly as in fact uh we already find ourselves right
1: <laughs> that's a rather ominous <laughs> ending
0: <laughs> philosophy to the rescue <laughs> reality yeah. to the rescue that's reality. the thing man philosophy wants to know things as they are and why things are and uh, and the sufficient explanations even when you talk about the principle of sufficient reason like that's that's reason has to be sufficient and the material and efficient cause is not sufficient reason for for a thing go deep all right enjoy your week and (laughs) next 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 week we're going even deeper hopefully you will you will join us on this this now that we've lost 75 percent of our listeners (laughs) hopefully you'll enjoy the rest of this, this this um this deep dive